This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. We've done what's needed to win uh, the last three weeks. And, you know, you look at Houston and last week against Tennessee, definitely didn't play our best offensively, but... You know, that's going to happen from week to week. Jaguars preparing for the first playoff game under the Trevor Lawrence era. Quarterback Brent Martineau with Action Sports Jackson, ESPN 690. Brent and friends with us again. We've uh, been talking to you all this week about the game as we build up and build up in anticipation. You said on TV last night, and I really like how you put it, there's no shake in confidence with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and I think that's an important part of it. I thought his news conference this week was really strong because there's so many people talking about the couple of plays that were missed. And then I've even said it's been a clunky offense over the last couple of weeks when the Jets game, remember it was sloppy weather. They weren't trying to do too much. In Houston, they were just trying to get out of there healthy and move on to the Tennessee game. So I do think it's been a bit since it was the Dallas game, four touchdowns and four touchdowns against Tennessee, or even if you go all the way back to like the last Chargers game, that was way early in the season. But I, I've got a lot of confidence in Trevor Lawrence in this offense. I thought he did actually more good things on this past Saturday night that people are giving him credit for. And uh, it doesn't matter what I think. If that's what they think, I think we're on the verge of a big-time offensive performance of the Jacksonville Jaguars Saturday night, Rich. Where does the run fit in then? Oh, big time run. I mean, the run. This is what it's all about. I mean, Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson, right? You think throw, 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 throw. You think Zay Jones and, and Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram. I mean, they are a passing offense and they've accomplished a lot, but this team can't stop the run. They're the worst in the NFL. The Jags just played the second best run defense last Saturday in Tennessee. They should run the football. And if so, that means long drives. You know, they had two 14-play drives for touchdowns against the Chargers in the first meeting. Wow. Uh, How's Travis Etienne? Is there any update on kind of his health overall? Pretty wild, right? Didn't that look like he was injured and we would get something on the the injury report this week and nothing? So it was just, I don't know what he was bothered by exactly. Hasn't really been out there reported, uh, but he's good to go. And he's on the verge of 1,500 total yards from scrimmage. And as long as he hangs on to the football, there's a lot of confidence that he's going to make some big plays in this game Saturday night. You also got a lot of other ways to get the run involved. I mean, obviously, uh, some of the backup running backs, but Jamal Agnew, you can get him out of the backfield, even Trevor Lawrence on his feet. He has not been running too much in recent games but he's shown that, obviously. Well, you should be the offensive coordinator to this football <laughs> team, Rich. I mean, Jamal Agnew, Christian Kirk on jet sweeps. Uh, I think they've involved Jermichael Hasty a lot more, and he's shown that he can do some things backing up ETN. And then you're right with Trevor Lawrence. Hey, everything's on the line. Go do what you have to do in this football game to advance and get to the next round. I saw the uh, really cool graphic you all did on TV last night about how the Jags handed out a lot of cash, yes, but how they have hit this time around in free agency. And as you look back through the numbers to see one after another after another, the impact that these guys are made. Arden Key, just the, the positivity that he brings in the locker room and that leadership. Well, Arden Key and Evan Ingram are steals in free agency. You're talking about a combined one-year contract for each guy and maybe $15 million somewhere in that neighborhood when you have to factor in bonuses, incentives, and everything else. So it's really been a steal. But even big-money guys like Christian Kirk, Foyer, Lewican, they have delivered. I would say the only guy that hasn't delivered is probably Foley Fadakasi. Three years, $30 million. Still time for him to do something special, but he's been a little inconsistent, or a lot inconsistent so far this season. Before we let you get last week, a lot of the uh, questions were focused on how the NFL and specifically how the Jags might uh, honor DeMar Hamlin. Can you believe the remarkable recovery of this guy? He's home from the hospital after he lay there without his heart beating on the field, what, 12 days ago? 
what that could have been and what it has become, right? And what a way to start 2023 to lift everybody up. And I really think the Hamlin situation did it lifted everybody up, not just football fans, not just players, people within the league. I think that transcended sports these last couple of weeks. And I don't think we want to forget the story of, of where he was and now where he is. But uh, just a remarkable uh, turnaround and uh, thankfully, we're only smiling now when we talk about DeMar Hamlin. So I know at, uh, what, 4 o'clock you're going to be over at the Duval House. Do you go over to the slab at all for the earlier tailgate? Yeah, I, I would like to, but probably not. It's a pretty. It's not long from the, uh, the Duval House far away, but it's far enough away. Uh, so we might do it because, actually, we're going to have FSU playing at 4 o'clock. We're not going to start until 6, six uh, okay. this uh, Saturday night, and then, of course, we'll have our Duval, Duval postgame show immediately following. So we might have a little bit more time, but, hey, Gotta be careful over there at the slab now with the Bold City Brigade. Uh, you gotta make sure you get back to the Duval House in, did, in one piece. Did you see? Uh, <laughs> they tweeted out that last weekend some knuckleheads uh, broke the lock and got in there at eleven o'clock to start the tailgate. They're saying, yeah. "Please don't do that again. Please, one o'clock. Let's all be respectful." <laughs> but that that shows the enthusiasm of this fan base. I love that group because of what they've done for the. They've suffered through hard times, but they've stayed so loyal, and that's what fandom is all about. And if you get a chance to go by the slab, just check it out. It is. A sight to behold. Man, look forward to it. We'll see you again tomorrow at the same time. We can listen to live continuing coverage of the Jags uh, over on ESPN 690 at 8 o'clock this morning, 8 till 10. And then this afternoon with Brent and Friends, 3 till 6. What a great week in Jackson. Last couple of weeks 